In a world where movies are abundant, but podcasts are, well, well, podcasts are also abundant, comes another podcast about movies. You're listening to Stop Talking During Movies. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode seven of Stop Talking During Movies. I'm your host, Sick the Battle Angel, and today I'm going to be ranking the top, or yeah, what would that be? The top five worst movies that I watched from 2019. Um, I know I was supposed to be talking about a few chick flicks on this episode um, that my wife is, that I owe my wife. Um, She gets to pick the next three movies that I watch because I forced her to watch or asked her to watch Lady Macbeth. And there was a horror, 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 horrifying scene in that movie that uh, she was very angry at me for. But last week I watched a total of zero movies, which is extremely rare. That's like Quentin Tarantino going going an entire week without Googling feet. Or like Martin Scorsese watching Black Panther five times during the week. Like, it's extremely rare. I almost always watch at least one or two movies a week. But last week was extremely busy. We had Mother's Day. My daughter's birthday was last week. We didn't do a party because of the zombie apocalypse. But we went out to eat. Dude, we've been out to eat three times since they've lifted the quarantine stay-at-home stuff where I'm from, uh, Utah. Salt Lake City, more precisely, and uh, we've been out to eat three times since they've lifted it in the last four or five days. That's just how we do. Now, I'm not making a political statement, um, but that's just what we did. Um, Also, doing adult shit, remodeled my bathroom, um, watched a little Afterlife starring Ricky Gervais, written and directed by Ricky Gervais, the Netflix TV show. Watched a couple episodes of that uh, upon recommendation from my mom. Very, very good TV show. Very good. Um, Funny, witty, thoughtful, poignant. uh, Very good movie or TV show. Um, But zero movies. Zero movies last week. So, um, thought I'd just do the worst movies from 2019. Um, Now, these movies that I'm going to talk about, they're not... Okay, so I'm I'm just going to list off a few movies that I'm going to leave off my list. Because they're bad movies, but they're made for kids. So there's a movie that would probably be very highly ranked on my top five worst list. It's called... Oh, where is it? Uh, Well, I know it's Nancy Drew and the Hidden Staircase. It's not a good movie. It's a very bad movie, but it's made for kids. Like, it's designed for kids. It's not like WALL-E. You know, WALL-E is designed, or it's meant to be watched by adults and children alike, and it's it's a great movie. You know, they, it, it achieves what it needs to, or what it sets out to accomplish for adults and for children. So I'm not, but, but it's also, you could say it's a kid's movie, but a movie like Nancy Drew and the Hidden Staircase, it's a TV movie, first of all, and it's designed for children specifically. So I'm not going to include that on my list, even though... On my rating system, it's, you know, it's near the top of the list in terms of how uh, being a good or bad movie. It's I I rated a one and a half star movie. It's very bad, but it's not meant for me. And it it would just be ridiculous for me to include it on a a list like this. 
on this list, I'm going to mainly include movies that are meant to be watched by adults. Now, that could include movies that um, kids can watch as well. Like I said, WALL-E is meant for everybody. You know, um, what's another one? Ratatouille, Inside Out, Lion King. All these films are meant to be watched by everybody. They're, they're um, for kids and adults, and they are all great movies. So I would include these not on a bottom uh list but maybe a top 10 list of the best movies of the year um i'm only going to include movies like that that are for adults and for kids now i've said that like four times in different ways already and this episode is already four minutes and 12 seconds too long but um i'm going to leave off nancy drew in the hidden staircase watch that with my daughter uh fine movie for kids you know i'm going to leave off movies like um uh ugly dolls which was a very bad movie, but it's not for me. It's for it's a kids movie. Maybe it was setting out to be um, like Wall-E or something like that, but it, it was a very bad movie. Dora, Dora the Explorer, uh, and the Lost City of Gold or whatever. Pets Two, uh, Secret Lives of Secret Lives of Pets Two. These are bad movies, but I'm not going to include those on this list. Um, this list is strictly fun. Now I'm saying it for a fifth time. All right, let's just get into it. Um, the number five uh, movie on my list, the fifth worst movie that I watched this year, Men in Black International. Always remember, the universe has a way of leading you to where you're supposed to be at the moment you're supposed to be there. Let's do this. It took me 20 years to find you. How many people can say that? You are the best kept secret in the universe. And I found you. Which makes me perfect for this job. You really think a black suit is going to solve all your problems? Mm, no, but looks damn good on you. Oh snap! Oh snap! Oh snap! We are a rumor. Recognizable only as deja vu and dismissed just as quickly. Time to prove yourself, Agent M. We may have a problem in London. Welcome to MIB. Moving on, losing. You will be with Agent H, one of the best ever to wear this suit. Men in Black International. This movie is very blah, very meh. This movie is unforgettably forgettable. So the movie's a paradox. If you have seen the movie, you haven't seen the movie because you forgot it. And if you haven't seen the movie, you did watch the movie, you just forgot. That's how goddamn unforgettable for unforgettably forgettable this movie is. Men in Black International. You got Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, a very good actress. Um, I like her. I like uh, Chris Hemsworth. Um, Tessa Thompson tries to... She tries to put her, she tries to wear Will Smith's shoes. And Tessa, you could wear Will Smith's shoes and walk through the snow and you still won't make fresh prints. Dad joke, dad joke, that's a dad joke, dad joke, dad joke. And there's going to be more of those, all right, dude? Chris Hemsworth, your way, your, your, your feet are not old enough to go into Tommy Lee Jones' shoes. This is no country for young men. Dad joke, dad joke, this is, da all right, I'm done. Um. 
not much to remember about this movie. This movie is slightly better than my dad jokes. Slightly better because you hate my dad jokes, but you do not hate this movie. And I didn't hate this movie, didn't like it, didn't hate it. Very meh feelings about this movie. Um, I like that they had a, they were trying to redo this movie with a female lead, a strong female lead. And that's good. I like that. I don't like it being forced, but I like it because you got all these, you know, you could look at these old school movies and, and, you know, I'm watching them with my daughter and it just like portrays women, you know, these old Disney movies and stuff. It's like, this is how women should be. And, and, uh, little girls watch that and they just think that's the real world. That's what it should be like. And it's, you know, it's kind of annoying. I like a very eclectic cast or eclectic lead, uh, lead characters, women lead characters that give little girls a lot of different options and they can watch these types of movies and have something to look at. Like imagine if all the action movies were led by female, um, leads, then a lot of little boys would be like, what the fuck's going on now? I'm not trying to get too political. This is kind of getting, uh, you know, I sound like an SJW right now, but it's not the case. Um, I like that Tessa Thompson was doing that. I, I like the direction of the movie, but it was just not good in almost every way. I don't remember much about this movie. Um, it's very blah, very meh. Like I said before, I'm saying the same thing twice. Uh, I liked Pawnee, the little character Pawnee. Um, that was pretty funny. I liked that. Um, but other than that, yeah, just really fairly unremarkable. And that is very pretentious of me to say. And that's just how I'm going to do it. If you talk badly about movies, you sound pretentious. There's no way around it. So that's just how it's going to be. All right, the number four worst movie that I watched last year, and this movie exemplifies what I'm talking about in terms of movies that are trying for more than just being a child, a kill, a kid's movie, or, you know, it's aimed for everybody. This is a movie about a great woman in American history, Harriet Tubman. This movie is Harriet. There's not much time. You got to be miles away from here for dawn. Where is she? Follow that north star. If there are no stars, just follow the river. Listen for them. Fear is your enemy. Whoa. Easy now. I'm gonna be free or die. I don't know if you know how extraordinary this is, but you have made it 100 miles to freedom all by yourself. Would you like to pick a new name to mark your freedom? Harriet Tubman. You are welcome here anytime. If I'm free, my family should be too. I made up my mind, I'm going back. You're confident, composed, when trouble comes. You'll be ready. Papers. It says here you're five and a half feet tall. You ain't more than five feet. Must have won my high boots that day. Why are you back here? It ain't safe. I come to get you. Bring all of you to freedom. Do you know what would happen if you got caught? You got lucky, Harriet. I made a diss for all my own. So don't you tell me what I can't do. Now see, if you watch the trailer to this movie, it's me and my wife watched uh, this trailer in a theater before a movie, and we both looked at each other and we're like, yes, we're in. We want to watch this movie. It looks good. It's about a great character in, in history. Uh, it's starring uh, Cynthia Erivo, who's a great actress. 
Um, she was in uh, Bad Times at the El Royale uh, two years ago. Very good actress. I mean, I, I think she is one of the up and coming bright stars that are that are going to be around for quite a while. Very good. Um, so it had all the ingredients, but it, it is silly and absurd and melodramatic and cheesy. It's, it's very cheesy, very over the top corny. It, they, they take this great story, this great character in history and turn it into just a, a, I don't know how else to say it, but a corny, cheesy movie. There's so many cheesy lines in this movie. There's one-liners. Uh, it's like an 80s action film mixed with a uh, period piece that looks like it was shot for a TV, for a TV, like a TV, a cheap TV, TV movie. This movie looks cheap. I don't know if it was. I, I don't know the budget of the movie, but it looks very cheap. There's a scene at the end of the movie, and I'm going to kind of spoil it. Sorry, this is the worst of 2019, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but if you care about the spoilers, go ahead, fast forward a couple of minutes. But there's a scene at the end of the movie where uh, where Harriet confronts her former slave master, and they're in the middle of the woods, and he has a gun trained on her, and or she has a gun trained on him, and he's there hunting her, trying to get capture her and bring her back either alive or kill her. And she gives him this big melodramatic speech about how he's evil and slavery's wrong, and and uh, of course it's it's it all is all true, but it is so un inauthentic to the period. He, she gives this giant speech, and then and it's almost as if it was written by somebody from the twenty first century, um, talking to somebody from the you know the nineteenth century. And then she drops her fucking gun, who she, what she has trained on him, and walks away, as if as if like yeah, I just put you in your place, and now you know you're an evil bastard, you're a slaver, a slaver, and a slave master, and you're an evil fuck. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot because I get a little passionate. But and then she just drops the gun and walks away, as if in real life, at this time during this period, that evil bastard wouldn't have grabbed her. And brought her back to the plantation or brought her back, uh, re-enslaved her or killed her. He would have done all kinds. He would have just picked up the gun and shot her in the head or grabbed her or raped her or whatever. He's an evil bastard. But we are given this big uh, sanctimonious speech from Harriet. And, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all true stuff. But it's just so absurd that this guy, this character, this slave master would just... Oh yeah, yeah, right. You're right. You put me in my place, and uh, I'm gonna let you walk away free. It's so goddamn absurd. It's so over the top, cheese. Very, very bad. Very poorly done. And the reason why this is so high on my list. Look, this is a mediocre movie. It's not a horrible movie. There's some good spots in this movie, but why I have this a little higher than Men in Black and higher than a lot of these other movies in terms of how bad it is is because it of its potential and of what it was shooting for it was so poorly done they ruin i mean if if it's true because okay so this movie is sitting at about 73 percent on rotten tomatoes okay very highly critically acclaimed people like this movie that makes it all the wor the more horrible because that means this movie is not going to get remade anytime soon or this story and so we're stuck with this as the representation of Harriet Tubman, um, this mediocre to very bad movie about Harriet Tubman. And we're stuck with this in the zeitgeist for representing her. Very, very, very bad. Number four, 
worst movie that I saw in this movie. I did Jumping Jacks in this movie. Why? Because it's silly and absurd. And Jumping Jacks make no goddamn sense while you're watching this movie. Just like this goddamn movie. Very, very bad. And again, there were some good parts in it. Cynthia um, Erivo was very good. Great actress. I think she... Um, she is just one of these up-and-coming actresses that I think has all the potential in the world. She's going to be around for a long time. She's incredible. A lot of people were doing some good acting in this movie, but it's just absurd. It's very bad. All right, the number three movie, uh, three worst movie that I, uh, third worst movie that I watched last year. This movie also is sitting at a 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, perhaps the most overrated movie that I watched all year last year. Always be my maybe. You're gonna be late. All right, I look good? Yes. Water? That came from your thigh gap? No, thank you. Thanks for calling it a gap. We are catching up with celebrity chef Sasha Trent and her fiance, Brandon Choi. What a great cause, huh? We are opening a new restaurant and I need you in San Francisco. Hey. Hi, Marcus. Yeah, hi, Sasha. Hi. Hello. Hi. Long time. <laughs> yes, yes, very long time. What's up? Sasha Trent! Mr. Kim! You're like her own Asian Oprah. How much money do you have now? <laughs> Be serious. Oh. I'm surprised you two lost touch. You used to be so close. So, when's the big wedding day? He wants to travel a bit before we settle down. It's really trope, trope, tropey, trope, trope. Uh, followed up by bad joke, unfunny situation, uh, cliche after cliche. I like a lot of the people in here. I like Randall Park. I think he's very funny in a lot of things. Ali Wong is good. Oh, this movie is so tropey, so cliche not funny i think i laughed maybe twice during this movie um this is again another one my wife forced me to watch and she hated it as well she was just like what are we watching this movie is bad it is not it is not there's very little to redeem about this movie there were some spots that had potential of being pretty good i thought like oh this this could go somewhere and then it was just followed up by another cliche or another trope um, another just very unfunny situation. And I've said that twice already. Okay, that's horrible. I laughed a few times, but not as quite as many times as I rolled my eyes, which I don't do that because if I rolled my eyes, that would be that would be whack. I don't do that. But if I did, I rolled my eyes multiple times. Um, or just, it's just cringy. It was just a really... Just a movie that you have seen. If you watch movies, you've seen all these things done a hundred times already. Mostly better than it's done in this movie. And it's just like, why does this movie exist? Why? There's no reason for this goddamn movie to exist. And there's no reason for me to have watched this movie. I don't get how this is uh, so well received. I thought it was extremely bad. Not funny. Just bad. Uh, the director. I don't know much about the director. Um... I can't even say her, her name. Uh, Nanchaka Khan. Uh, let's see what she's done. She's done nothing that I've seen. She's done three movies. I think these are shorts. Yeah, I think these are shorts or 2B movies that are coming out. But I do not count me in for anything this director does. And also, God, it, it tainted me a little bit with Ali Wong. 
And it tainted me a little bit with Randall Park. It's like, ugh. I still like them. I'll watch some stuff that they're in, but yeah, always be my maybe. Did not like Netflix movie. Uh, yeah, did not like it. My number two worst, the second worst movie that I watched. This movie was recommended to me by my good friend, Talon. Talon, I love you, bro. But, dude, Alita Battle Angel? Ugh. Of the ones that survived. Who awoke to a different world. Where the powerful prey on the weak. But that's not the way it has to be. When I found you, your very human brain was miraculously intact. It's the loneliest feeling not to know who you are. In time, you'll remember. I remember black skies, the lightning all around me. Alita is new here. It's a harsh world down here. You gotta be willing to do what it takes. Alita, run! If you gave me a nickel for every goddamn time a character in this movie, a bad guy in this movie, started laughing maniacally for no goddamn reason, if you gave me a nickel for every goddamn time the plot was just convenient, uh, bad guys just showed up conveniently in the right place at the right time, if you gave me a nickel for every time a character said something cheesy, or every time a character had a motivation but lacked uh, a real reason for that motivation, or they went against their own motivation that was just set up, or if you gave me a goddamn nickel for every time uh, a character started just screaming exposition during a fight or just talking about why they're doing things like it's a goddamn anime movie. No, I'm not trying to offend all you anime lovers. But if you gave me a nickel for every goddamn time a, it, a, a love story was hollow and had no purpose and was as authentic as Trump's hair. Now, I'm not trying to be political about this because I don't want to alienate Trump supporters and Trump's a piece of shit. And um, I'm not trying to make that about this right now. Trump is a pile of lying trash. Now, obviously, Trump supporters like watching movies and they might be listening to this podcast. So I don't want to alienate anybody. Trump's a liar. Now, if you gave me a nickel for every time something like that happened and then you subtracted a nickel for every time Trump lied, I would still have negative one nickels left. That's how many goddamn times this, this, these things happen in this movie. Very, very goddamn absurd. If you would have told me, okay, so you would have told me uh, a year before this movie came out, and you said, look, there's a movie coming out. It's directed by Robert Rodriguez. Um, you have a kick-ass, badass female lead that's going to be, uh, you know, just a straight-up badass. It's set in a dystopian future. Um, 500 years years into the future and there's going to be a lot of cool um cool cgi scenes and battle scenes and you're going to have Kristoff fucking django unchained and glorious bastard waltz in this movie you're going to have um mahershal ali in this movie you're going to have edward motherfucking norton in this movie and you would have told me all these things are going to happen i would have been 100 percent in i'd be like um yeah, yeah, put me down. Oscar, Academy Awards, Golden Globes, yes. This movie sucks on every goddamn level. I despise this movie. Um, Hugely let down by almost everything in this movie. It was so goddamn annoying. These Everybody poses. 
Why are you posing? Alita, posing right before your battle. All these bad guys posing with their CGI arms and CGI blades and CGI guns. Posing right before you do battle and then talking about why you're a bad guy and why you're doing what you're doing and then why you have the motivation that you have. And then you're going against that motivation right after that. And then the love story sucked. Ugh. The love story was so inauthentic. It was as inauthentic as saying the same thing twice in a review of a shitty movie. Like, it was so inauthentic. It was as inauthentic as Trump's hair. That's how inauthentic it was. Very bad movie. Now, again, I love my boy Talon. That's, that's one of my best friends. But if he came up to me and he was like, Hey, bro, you should, like, uh, you should watch The Godfather. I would have been like, uh i'm gonna pass dude i'm gonna go watch um i'm gonna go watch uh uh i don't know i was trying to think of that one goddamn movie uh barbie ah what is it called i don't know what's a really shitty movie i'm gonna go watch i think i'm gonna go watch the room dude is it the room or room i'm i'm uh, mixing up the name so the one movie room from 2015 i think uh starring brie larson fucking masterpiece the other room uh, uh, uh. why what am i talking about alita battle angel the number two worst movie that i watched last year i put out a poll i uh, put out a poll on my uh stop talking during movies uh facebook page which you should go like right now because there's not that many likes on it right now i think i have like i don't even know very low but go on that go on there like the page and comment subscribe and all that shit i put up a, a poll on facebook and twitter and uh, i asked for the best I asked people to vote on their best or their mo their favorite movie from 2019. And you got the usual responses. You got the Parasites. You got the Jokers. You got the Irishman. You got the Marriage Stories. You got the, uh, what else was it? You even got a few Uses in there. Jesus Christ. You got the um, Midsommar, Midsommars, Midsummer, um, which was my favorite. Oh, I shouldn't spoil. Okay, listen to that episode if you don't want to know what my favorite movie of 2019 was. Um, you got all these normal responses, but then... A young man, I believe, I'm, I'm assuming his gender right now, so hashtag offensive, Matthew Iverson. I don't know who this guy is, but he wrote under the under the page on, on the comment, Alita Battle Angel as his best, his favorite movie of 2019. Now, the only thing that makes sense with that is that he watched one movie during 2019. And that's perfectly acceptable. That's perfectly reasonable. If you only watched one movie... Fine, Alita Battle Angel is your favorite movie of the year. It's also the worst movie of the year, but it's, you know, it's all it's all good. If you watched three movies during a year, you cannot put Alita Battle Angel as the best movie of the year. If you watch three movies, if you watch two, then you still can't do it because there's there's one one worst movie that is coming up next. The worst movie of the year is next. But Alita Battle Angel, so goddamn bad. It's 61% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I don't understand that. Um, I don't like that they're going to make a new one of these, but here's the sad part. They're going to make a part two. And the fact that this has Edward Norton, Christoph Waltz, um, the, the world of this, the world that this movie is set in is um, cool enough that I may actually watch part two. If let, let's say this, if, um, if part two is received by everybody better than this first one, then I will watch it. If it's not, then I don't know. Here, here's the thing. If Talon recommends it, then I will not watch it. If he doesn't recommend it, I will watch it. I'm just kidding, Talon. Love you, buddy. Um, by the way, Talon, if you're listening to this, which I don't think you are, but if you are, let's do that top 10 
comic book movies that we were talking about. We can do an episode, top 10 comic book movies of all time. Um, anyways, yeah, Alita Battle Angel, number two. The second worst movie that I watched last year. The the worst movie that I watched last year, and I guess this one could kind of be considered a strictly made for kids movie, but I don't think it was Cats. Now I talked a lot about Cats already on another episode, so I'm not going to keep going over it here. Um, Cats was extremely bad. Um, yeah, if you want to hear my thoughts on it, just go back to what was it, episode five, I believe. I don't want to go over it too much more. Cats was an extremely bad movie. My daughter gave it four and a half out of five stars, so it's worth watching just for that. But yeah, it, this had multiple um, intro songs to characters, just songs about characters being introduced that you're like, okay, I get it. That's introducing this character and this song's introducing this character. But it just keeps going on. And then it has a plot that doesn't matter. The plot is neither here nor there. What? Who cares? What? What's going on? The you, you get extra lives or something. And then at the end of the movie, the, the, the old lady Judy Dench cat character looks at the screen and gives a Barney monologue straight out of a uh, kid's movie on PBS or kid's TV show on PBS. Now you've learned about cats. And now you know that cats are lovely creatures too, or some bullshit. And it's just like, what are we watching now that this movie might be for kids, but I don't think it was directed towards kids. This is based on the musical, um, the Broadway musical. So it's like, this is for adults as well. And it's so bad. It is so goddamn. And the CGI is horrible. And again, this is another movie that has a lot of good acting in it and a lot of good singing. And some of the songs are good, but it is just so goddamn bad. Cats. Uh, at least this one is sitting at 21% on Rotten Tomatoes, which uh, at least it's not overrated. Um, so I don't want to shit on it too much. I've already talked at length about it. Felt really bad that my daughter saw my ranking for this movie or my rating for this movie on my Letterboxd. I went over that last episode because um, she liked it, but it's just a really bad movie. So those are the worst movies that I watched. I It kind of sucks to shit on movies because I love movies and these are every one of these movies i it's rare that this happens i think it happened about 10 or 12 times last year where i watched a movie that i regretted watching that i was just like fuck i wish i didn't watch that movie um this was the case for these five movies for sure um i'm looking at my also rans um other bad movies and you know only a few of them i regret watching uh but yeah, I'll just list off those really quick. And like I said, I'm not including these on here because some of them are kids movies and some of them were mediocre movies, but they're not necessarily bad. Um, you got Dark Phoenix. Uh, Dark Phoenix was a mediocre movie. There was some bad stuff, some good stuff. I like the music. Uh, Nancy Drew and the Hidden Staircase, like I talked about before. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Um, a lot of potential, but just really bad. Not, all around, not very good. I didn't like the Dumbo remake either my wife liked it a lot i didn't like it i just didn't like it did not like dumbo uh missing link i think that won the the oscar for the best animated movie i think uh, i might be misremembering that 
did not like Missing Link. Very annoying, very unremarkable in almost every way. Um, Rambo Last Blood. Now, I talked about this movie um, on another episode. I only included this on the Ulcerans because I rated it two, two out of five stars, but this would be very far removed from making the worst of list. It was fun. It was a fun movie. Um, but it's all my Ulcerans. Uh, the Secret Life of Pets 2. Again, kids movie. Not going to really bash that. Uh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Um, the lead character was good. She did a good job. What's her name? Uh, Isabella uh, Merced. Merced, I think is her name. I don't know. She was fine. Um, but yeah, kids movie. Ugly Dolls. Yeah, those movies were all the movies that I kind of, uh, other than maybe, uh, well, other than Rambo, for sure. I didn't did not regret watching Rambo. And maybe Dark Phoenix. All the other movies I just you know, could have not watched and been perfectly happy and kind of regretted that I watched. Those were the five worst movies that I watched. We got uh, number five, Men in Black International. Number four, Harriet. Number three, Always Be My Maybe. Number two, Alita Battle Angel. And number one, Cats. Yeah, bad movies. All right, next week, hopefully I'll watch some movies and I could and talk about some good movies um, rather than just shitting on bad movies. All right. Until next time, stop talking during movies. really makes me hot as a kiln. All these motherfucking people that talk while I'm watching a film. Talk during my drama, then there's going to be drama. Talk during my horror, then there's going to be horror. Talk during my comedy, that don't bother me. When I'm watching my movie, just don't talk to me. Talk during my gangsta flick, I get gangsta. Talk during my sci-fi, me my lightsaber. Talk during my comedy, that don't bother me. When I'm watching my movie, just don't talk to me. When I'm watching a scary movie, don't say it. Whoa, 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 that was scary. When we're watching the drama, baby, don't ask what, 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 what just happened? When we're watching a scary movie, don't say it. Whoa, 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 that was scary. When we're watching the drama, baby.